0: All right, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the sports basement podcast we are back from our one-week hiatus and uh we're really excited to get into uh all this week's news so here's Tommy yep you know, so this is kind of like March the beginning of March is always like the time it's kind of like a dead period
1: honestly because you have the NBA well right now you have the NBA like wrapping up their first half of their season the NFL is just about to kick off free agency mm-hmm. well and the MLB is a month away from opening day and all the college fans are waiting for college basketball to start, but we've had some news in the NFL this week. Obviously the big news coming from JJ Watt himself, his own source, JJ uh, Watt signs with the Cardinals
0: Yeah,
1: on a two year, $31 million deal. It was kind of out of the, Right out of left right field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I remember Shot the day the of
0: I saw something that he he like limited down to like the Packers, Bills, and who was a Browns, right? Yeah. Those are the three teams he limited down to. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right, seems like the deal's gonna happen soon. And then later in the day, it was just like he signs with the Cardinals. And I'm like, what? He signed with the Cardinals?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it was, like, something he posted on his, like, Peloton bio or something. You know, like, the, <laughs> the workout thing. It literally said, like, Cleveland, Buffalo, and Green Bay, like, in the description. And everyone was flipping out about it. But oh, that's he, funny. I know. He just – he threw us a curveball, signed with the Cardinals. And for no, me
0: really- – Yeah, sorry, you go.
1: It's, it's kind of interesting for me. Like, again – came out came out of right came out out of left field yeah <laughs> it just wasn't expected and we all thought he would go to a top tier contender but
0: yeah that's, I that's what him. i thought Because Mm -hmm. I thought he was going to leave Houston and be like, all right, I'm going to sign with one of these teams who are contenders, right? I remember hearing something about, oh, yeah, he's going to go to the Steelers, play with T.J. Watt. And then all this fell through, and I'm like, wasn't the whole point of trying to get out of Houston to win win a ring? Clearly, it's not like he's going to win a ring the next two years in Arizona. That's just my personal opinion. I doubt that they can go Mm -hmm. and be Super Bowl contenders. I think what it ended up coming down to is I think the Cardinals were the ones who were offering him the most money. That's why. Uh,
1: I, I think I saw something that he, uh, he had better deals, pretty really? sure. Yeah, and uh, I think the well, there's a couple things. Uh-huh. I think one, he saw how like D-Hop thrived in this new, uh, his, his new environment, uh-huh. wanted to join, re- rekindle that love. And he said in an interview, I think, or he texted Kyler or something, and Kyler said it, that he wouldn't be in uh, Arizona if he didn't believe in Kyler Murray. So I think Mm -hmm. that's a big thing, but speaking on if they're going to be contenders or not, I just don't see it. I think their defense is better now, but this scheme, they have the pieces there, but their secondary is weak. I think that's something they have to address in the draft. And and you know, another
0: thing too is that with J.J. Watt, it's not like you're acquiring Aaron Donald. It's not like he's Mm going to be a game-changing force to that defensive line that's going to make a ripple effect, you know, and just absolutely make the difference. You know, I don't think J.J. Watt's going to be that guy. He's not that guy anymore, you know. He's older now.
1: But it's still going to be a great
0: piece to have, but Mm -hmm. not going to be that guy who's going to put them over the edge for contention.
1: Yeah. A lot of people are talking what his role will be, if they'll have him and Chandler Jones on the outside, if -hmm. they'll even move J.J. Watt on the inside. But... I think wow. they have, like I said, they have to hit on their picks in the draft. I think they need a line, they need corner,
0: yeah, which
1: we'll talk about soon in our mock draft episode coming soon. Just yeah, sneak peek, but um, yeah, I just they have their weapons are okay. Kenny Drake's the free agent, which who knows what they'll do there. I think Chase Edmonds is a very good backup, and I think he could be their starter next year. Yeah,
0: definitely. But uh,
1: I just contend. I think they'll be a playoff team.
0: Yeah, especially that, that pretty much what it is. a yeah. playoff team. But
1: but again, I, this is kind of off topic from our what our we were gonna talk about. But hey, Russell Wilson is gonna be terrified.
0: <laughs> I was just thinking that. I'm like, yeah. wow, for Russell Wilson. Uh, if yeah. anything, maybe this just makes him want to leave Seattle more now. I don't mm-hmm.
1: know. Because yeah, now Aaron, we, he'll so have, to with, yeah.
0: online, we'll have to do with complaining about the o line.
1: Yeah, and if the terrible o line will have to block Aaron Donald, Nick Bosa, J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones. Um, Leonard Floyd is very good, underrated on the Rams, and yeah. then Eric Armstead on the Niners. Like, it's just it's gonna be terrible, and their O line is so bad. And again, mm-hmm. they don't have their first round pick, so they can't even draft an O lineman for Russell Wilson. I just think yeah, I I don't know if he'll get traded nice. this year, but I think in the. At least next
0: offseason, I think. Yeah, things seem too bitter, you know. It really depends though. It's not gonna I don't think it's gonna happen this offseason, but depending on how this season goes, it'll be a true mm-hmm. it'll be a true teller because think about it, everyone else in the division is super buffed up now, right? Yeah. The Seahawks maybe don't make the playoffs, Russell Wilson has a bad season. I think his end is near, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: well only time will tell. So um, yeah. We're just gonna we're moving on here to see that the Dolphins are to release or trade Kyle Van Noy. So, yeah. Tommy, what do you think?
1: I saw this. I like. I was, I was eating lunch and I saw this notification and I only really got, "Wait, what?" Like this that team is mainly def- is a defensive led team.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And Kyle Kyle Van Noy came in and had a very big impact, and he's he signed a four year deal. And, I, really? and it's only his, after his first year they cut him. Well, they're looking to trade him, but I was thinking about this: who's going to trade for him if they literally said that if they don't trade him, they're gonna they're gonna cut him? Who's going to trade him or who's going to trade for him? But anyway, the dolphins are stupid. But yeah, I just it, don't understand why they would do that again. Defensive led team coming in made a pretty big impact last year. Yeah,
0: but why is why is he so unhappy, or is it the Dolphins that just want to get rid of him? Or no,
1: he's he not unhappy off? at he's not unhappy at all. The Dolphins did this themselves, themselves. Really? They wanted to clear cap, but again, I don't think Miami's going to be a huge free agency team? Uh, destination for for players. I don't know. I think you got to keep what you got, and you got to. You got to hit I mean, on your picks in the draft because you got two first round picks. I think, I that's mean, unless,
0: team. unless they try and get um, Sean Watson, are they still running for that or have they pretty much just so. like, dropped out of the race? Because I remember oh, hearing no. about that earlier on. And the Sean Watson rumors that they're going to get rid of Tua, get all these Houston's are going to get all these draft picks, yada yada, you know. And yeah, I, I, I think they fell out of the race by now, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not. Right, I think the...
1: I think they're in the mix, but I think the teams are pretty much set. If it's going to be going to be like the Jets, Niners, Broncos, Broncos Panthers, Panthers, even, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, I actually but, heard something recently. I know this is a uh, little little out of the blue here, but like I remember, I saw something. It was like the Bears that they're clearing a bunch of room to try and make a big trade, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Are, is it, are they trying to go? They're trying to go for Sean Watson, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's they have that's to their uh, look. Was uh, I'm trying to think if Russell Wilson was in like because they dropped, Russell Wilson's like team? Oh yeah, he dropped his dropped team. like four teams. I really
0: uh, only remember the Raiders out of all the Raiders, Saints,
1: like... Cowboys might have been one. Were the Cowboys? Uh, I
0: think the Cowboys were the one. I don't know if that was actually on Russell Wilson's list, but I feel yeah. like everyone's just talking about the Cowboys. I don't know why. I feel yeah. like anytime something big happens, it's always the Cowboys. Everyone's just like, oh, maybe the Cowboys <laughs> could go there and do something. Jerry
1: world, Jerry's world. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but uh, moving on, continuing with the NFL, we have Big Ben signs an extension for the 2021 season, and I uh, just want to say, is it a one-year extension only, or is it longer, or is it? I just, think it's one year. Just one year.
1: Yeah, and he took like a five
0: million dollar pay cut to come back or something. Uh, I, I, I really, I really see this more of like a last dance kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Really, just sort of just send them off, you know. I really don't think that the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers are they good in the regular season right yeah (laughs) the dancing on the TikTok logos but i mean (laughs) i i don't know i really don't think that signing ben roethlisberger is the right thing to do you know if you could maybe you try and go out and get one of these quarterbacks that's out here like on the um the trade block i mean big ben is just too so so old i I don't think Mm -hmm. he's gonna be I don't think he's the man for them anymore. Yeah, I,
1: like like you said, I think it's a last dance thing. One year, Super Bowl or bust. Go go all in. Yeah, but, that that's really what it
0: seems like. Mm-hmm.
1: Because again, like you said, he's he's old. He's 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 just not the future, obviously. But yeah. I think it's he could be good if they want to go out and draft a quarterback in
0: the later rounds, or even try and trade for Sam Darnold.
1: That yeah. Could,
0: you know, I think the best thing to do is, like, you get a quarterback in the late rounds and sort of let mm-hmm. him mentor up with a, with a Hall of Fame quarterback. You know, I think that's a really smart thing to do. Or Sam Darnold, as you said.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Or they have a – I forgot they, they signed Dwayne Haskins. So he they could did? be there. And, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, they did that a while ago. But, yeah, so they, I think he's going to be, like, last dance, develop the quarterback behind them, behind them for a year, play – Super Bowl or bust we'll see how that goes
0: you know actually when I saw the NFL make their Instagram post that they were signing him I know this is weird but I saw Juju comment on it. he's just like all right now let's talk and I'm just like a Juju yeah Juju's sort of like a mixed bag I feel like I don't know, yeah. I don't know how to feel about him because normally I used to love him and then till up in this season it was like Meh.
1: yeah that's I think that's a the mojo with a lot of people everyone used to love him but yeah, Juju used to be so him. cool.
0: Everyone's like, yeah. "Wow, look at Juju!" And then he goes and dances on the Bengals mm-hmm. logo, and then they lose yeah. to the Bengals. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. that's another. If
1: if uh, people are rumored or or even the Jets, I'm pretty or the rumors have come out that the Juju has been on the Jets is going to be on the Jets' radar, but that could be re, re- uh, rekindling the love between him and Sam if Sam's the quarterback again because they played at USC. So who knows?
0: Yeah, I don't want to talk about
1: that. the Jets love getting old Steelers right (laughs) Mike Vick after he played on the Steelers wait I don't know if he played on the Steelers before or after he played on the Jets
0: I think it was Steelers first I think it was um then
1: the one game Vick played for the Jets he was against the Steelers and um, they won oof that was the dark days (laughs) <laughs> don't don't want to get too off the uh, schedule here. But. Yeah, let,
0: let, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. I mean we were talking <laughs> Washington we were talking Washington earlier and it was either today or yesterday, right? That Alex Smith has just been released by Washington.
1: Yeah, it was today. This afternoon. Today.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. I mean this it's I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like they've had such quarterback problems for a while. Getting rid of Alex Smith, it's like, oh what do you think?
1: Um, I think it was inevitable. Yeah. This offseason, especially after they signed Heneke to the, mm-hmm. the extension, which I don't think it's going to be their guy long term. But No, neither do I. I think, I think 19, they're sitting at 19 in the draft. I think it's a very, very good possibility for Mac Jones or mm. even in the later rounds or even trading for Sam Darnold again. What? There's All these teams are in the running for Sam Darnold if uh, – If the Jets decide to trade him,
0: yeah, it really depends on what the Jets want to do. I think that's more something that comes near the draft, you know, like a draft night decision. When the Jets decide if they want to keep Sam or get a quarterback, that's when they figure out, let's deal off Sam. No, but um, I think, sorry, but whatchamacallit. Isn't it the right thing to do what we were talking about, Big Ben earlier and keeping? A good quarterback around to sort of mentor a young guy. Isn't it better to just keep Alex Smith around? You get t- Taylor Heineke, keep Alex Smith as like a mentor figure, even if you draft one. It's like, I think it's better to keep him more as like a mentor figure and you let a young guy play. Uh, 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 I, I agree and I agree to and disagree
1: I a little because you agree. He- yeah, because you had that kind of last year when Kyle Allen was the starting quarterback before oh, he man. destroyed his And then play. you could
0: you could even say that with Dwayne Haskins, too, that mm-hmm. you had that with him.
1: Yeah, I, I just don't see – like, I see Big Ben – obviously, Big Ben has had a better career, and he's better yeah, Big, than Alex Smith. Big Ben's going to be a
0: Hall of Famer. Alex yeah. Smith isn't. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah I just don't see sense. him
1: being a great mentor. Yeah. I think they release him if he signs the deal. Good. If not, mm-hmm. he just rides into the sunset, and that's the end of Alex Smith.
0: But yeah, it's just it's good thing that though he came back. But yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Pretty much, he's gonna ride to the sunset. It's like, how old is he now? You know, uh, upper thirties. Upper thirties. I'm thinking either 36 or 38. It, something like that, right? Or is that too old?
1: Uh, I don't know. Between between like 33 and 38, yeah. somewhere around there. Irrelevant. Whatever. He probably will another He's, game in the NFL, he, so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's old. That's it, because it's like, realistically, what team's going to go and get him now? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, if he wants
1: to go – uh, no, they had Chad Henney. I was going to say, if he wants to go, go back to Kansas City, maybe win a ring behind Patrick Mahomes. But <laughs> like, they got the Henney God, so it's all right. Oh, God. So <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's going to wrap up our NFL talk. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back with some NBA. All
0: right. All right, so we're back, and for this next segment, we are going to do some NBA stuff, and pretty much just going to do All Star stuff. So, uh, All Star rosters have been selected: Team Team LeBron, Team Durant. We're just going to go over them, stuff like that, see who's going to win. So, Tom, let's get into it.
1: I, uh, I'm, I'm going to go over Team Durant, and uh, I, I love to see this. I'm sure you did too, as a Nets fan. KD, <laughs> for, he had the second pick. He he goes up and he picks Kyrie, and it just yeah. made me happy, warmed my heart. <laughs> as a proud Brooklyn Nets fan right now so then he also picked first starters Bradley Beal Joel Embiid Kawhi Leonard and Jason Tatum as or KD's replacement so that's a yeah. it's a solid starting lineup I mean for an all-star game it's kind of lacking like the spark
0: yeah. like got a
1: as, team LeBron I, I think is better but
0: anyway, yeah, wasn't so, that how last year's All Star was? Where LeBron drafted the much better team, mm-hmm. Giannis didn't even draft a good team. Yeah, like let, let's see starters for Team LeBron. It's uh, Giannis, Curry, Luca, Jokic, and then there's him. So yeah,
1: yeah, I, I think just just LeBron, Giannis, and uh, Steph is yeah a dynamic trio in itself there. Especially because Giannis and Steph have played in All Star games before and they've uh-huh. had a a nice connection.
0: Wait, but. this is this is not Luka's first All-Star. Is it? Uh, I, I think or no. was I am trying to think if he was last year. He definitely wasn't All-Star last year because I, I I don't think that this is his is first All-Star. Could it be? Definitely not diff- definitely not Jokic's first All-Star. No. No. Um, let's see, uh, everyone else on team LeBron. There's Jalen Brown, Paul, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Tom Sabonis, and Ben Simmons.
1: Yeah. To finish out team Durant, we got Devin Booker, AD, who's, I'm not playing, fortunately. James Harden, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Julius Randall, Nikola Vucevic, and Zion Williamson. So, it, LeBron, I think, has the, the edge in the starters, but I yeah. think team Durant has the, uh, Edge in the reserves because you, you got you got Zion, Zach Levine, Harden, yeah, Donovan Mitchell. They can all well, Harden can throw some nice dimes to them. You know, yeah. they can all the rest of them can all fly for some nice dunks. I think it'll be a good game actually this year. You Hopefully. know, frankly,
0: it's just uh, this is such a hard comparison to do because you know all these guys are definitely like good guys. They're all all stars. Mm-hmm. You know that's why it's just yeah. such a such a hard thing to do. And I wanted to ask if. It's, so like if ad's not even going to play in the first place did did kd pick him or like why is ad th- even on the team if he's not going to
1: i gonna think play? he I, i'm not really sure i didn't watch the draft but i think i th- i don't really know that's a, that's actually a really good question i don't know if if kd picks ad he gets the replacement or if a- kd picks the replacement ad is technically on the team i don't know
0: yeah because the two the two injured dudes are on team Durant. so mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's healthy on Team LeBron. Yeah.
1: So um, who do you think I mean, will win know.
0: this game? Uh I man, like I said, it's a hard comparison, but I mean I just don't like I don't like um I don't like Julius Randle, you know. I feel like this is a little little beef here coming at Julius Randle, sorry, but it's like I don't know why. I feel like he just gives me that like dead weight energy. Maybe it's just the Knicks. I don't know. I, I think team LeBron's going to win. Yeah. But I do you think can't, you can't mess with Dane Dalla even if he's a reserve. So. facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: uh, like you said, in an All-Star game, Julius Randle's yeah, Nikola Vucevic, eh. yeah. Yeah. And, and LeBron's starters are so good and Going against my greater good, and as a Nets fan against the, the big three, I'm gonna yeah. go with Team LeBron. I can't do it, I cannot. Yeah, their, teams, their starters are too good.
0: The one thing I have to say though is it's definitely good that KD picked all of his Nets, mm-hmm. definitely a good thing. I love that. Yeah, one. I think way there's to, like on the bleacher
1: board the Bleacher Report does, like, the perfect picks before, like, mm-hmm. big bigger sports events, and mm-hmm. I was looking at it, and one of the uh, one of them was if LeBron would pick Kyrie, and I was like, no way. <laughs>
0: That's it. No way, dude. No, LeBron yeah. would not pick Kyrie, especially after Kyrie mm-hmm. went out and dissed LeBron like that. Uh-uh.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm actually surprised. I don't know if it was just a matter of picking people, but comparing each other, after LeBron went out on under- a his whole spree and was talking about Devin Booker and stuff like that. He's not even going to pick Devin Booker. I don't know if he Mm. had the opportunity or not, but like this list that we're looking at, if you look like where each position is, it's Dave Devin Booker and Jalen Brown. And I don't know. I'd, I'd honestly rather have Devin Booker than Jalen Brown. Um, I
1: agree. I agree. I think, I think if it's, a little. This wasn't. uh We weren't going to talk about this. But if there's going to be one person who's going to be MVP, I think mm-hmm. Devin Booker is in a very good shout because he's going to have. He's going to play. Obviously, there's not like it's not. People aren't trying as hard in the All Star yeah. game. But if there's one person who's going to have the hugest chip on their shoulder, it's going to be Devin Booker.
0: What to win All Star MVP?
1: Yeah, because mm. uh he was he was originally snubbed and he only came in because yeah. of an injury so
0: yeah so then he has to go and prove to everyone that he's not just someone who could fill in you Mm -hmm. know
1: yeah yeah okay moving on because obviously this year it's just one night every every event so we got the uh the all-star game obviously it's the main event well not yeah pretty much main event. but yeah so you got the the little pre-card if we're talking about like fights and stuff you got the uh (laughs) You got the skills challenge, the three point contest, and the dunk contest. So, we're going to predict our winners. First, we're going to go with the skills challenge. Who do you got winning? The Taco Bell Skills
0: Challenge. <laughs> Let's hope we don't get copyrighted. Well, no, we won't. It's, it's it's the name of it. Um, you know, looking at these guys, we got Robert Covington, Luca, Chris Paul, Nikola Vusvich, Demontis Bonus, and Julie Julius Randall. I mean <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna have to go Luca here. I know there's definitely some other great guys here, but I just think Luca is the most talented of the bunch, and I think he has the best chance of winning this one. All
1: right, I could see Luca winning it, but I'm actually going with the big man. I'm going DeMontis Sabonis, outside oh shot. The, the, big men have competed in this for the past couple of years. I think Bam even won it last year. Early. So, Bam Adebayo. So, I'm going DeMontis Sabonis, doing it for the big men, winning it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much nothing much. And uh, what is this next? Three-point contest we're going into? The Mountain mm-hmm. Dew three-point contest. <laughs> We got Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Curry, Jalen Brown, and Devin Booker. Who you got first, Tom?
1: I going off what I said before. I think Devin Booker is going to come out and prove himself. He's going to win it big because he, he's won it before. He knows what it's like. And again, he's going to he's going to do this everything All Star Weekend with a big chip on his shoulder because he should have been a, an All Star from the start, not an injury yeah. replacement. He should have been there and. Yeah, you're he's definitely gonna, right. He's going he to take two home two awards, all-star MVP and the three-point contest winner.
0: <laughs> I definitely think you're right. Devin Booker's going to play like a chip. I don't think you could mess with Curry's three-point game, even if it's Devin Booker playing with the chip on the shoulder. I, I'm taking Curry in the three-point contest. I, yeah. I think he's pretty much just – he's the favorite, I'd say.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I'm interested to see Tatum in
0: it because yeah. Tatum hasn't he, he was been also, in it. He was also the uh, snub, right? coming in. Well, he was in
1: he was in it originally, but he was just like, he replaced KD as a starter, so I think someone else came in. Oh. I,
0: know, I think it might have been Vucevic. No, no, no. I, it was Sabonis because I remember yeah. there was all the people talking about the snubs. Sabonis was a snub, right? But Tatum was a reserve, you're saying mm-hmm. then, right? He and was then originally when, was a reserve. When, and then when they confirmed KD was out, Tatum went to a starter. And then Sabonis mm-hmm. came in, yeah, because Vucevic was in there from the start. Yep.
1: Yeah. And to finish it off, at the halftime show, or well, during halftime of the All-Star game, we got the eight and Slam Dunk ch- Contest. <laughs> and this is, compared to la- the past couple of years, it's kind of a boring one. Yeah. You, you yeah. don't got your Zach Levines or Aaron Gordons or uh, even Derrick Jones Jr. last year was amazing. But... It's kind of a boring one. You got Anthony Simmons or Simons, however you want to uh, pronounce it. Kasha Stanley and uh, Obi Toppin, and uh, I know we we got some Knicks fans. I'm sure they're going to be very excited to see Obi in here, even though (laughs) he hasn't been like the best on the court. But who do you got winning this one?
0: You know, really, I I don't know. I uh, I I don't want to pick the the Knicks. No, I'm going to say Obi. I'm taking him. It's uh, yeah, yeah. I'm taking Obi. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna pick my Duke alum Cassius Stanley. I've seen this man fly in game. He could head above the rim type vertical. He beat Zion's vertical, like because really? you know, like before uh before the season they do like their combine testing, and he beat Zion's vertical, so wow. he can jump out the gym. So I'm picking Cassius Stanley to win.
0: Yeah, that's not a bad yeah.
1: idea, actually. And I, he has like high school dunk contest uh, experience, so I don't think he'll be shy. He'll, yeah. he'll go out and he'll go out and do something spectacular.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, we're going to take another quick break here, and then we're going to get into uh, the final portion of our uh, sake podcast for the bit. So, all right, so we're back, and we're going to do something that we actually saw from some other people that we know. They were talking. They put this on their Instagram story. And me and Tom, even me as a Mets fan, I, I I had to agree with Tommy here because, frankly, I think the whole claim is lud- ludicrous, right? Mm-hmm. But DJ LeMayhew or Jeff McNeil, who was better? Yeah.
1: Than- yeah. So, our names will not be named, but like you said, some some kids in our town have uh, posted some – It, a, again, it a poll.
0: It was a poll. Yeah,
1: it was a poll. Who's better? Jeff McNeil – Or DJ LeMayhew. And it's not even close. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Like, good. Jeff McNeil, great, great hitter, good fielder. He's a, he's a love the guy. He's awesome. Yeah. He's a top tier player. Mm -hmm. But it's DJ LeMayhew.
0: He's
1: won. He's been back to back Silver Sluggers. He led the MLB in batting average last year.
0: He was an MVP candidate. How do you go against him? Yeah, yeah. Jeff McNeil was not an MVP candidate. No, by far, he was not. (laughs) You know, I actually just remembered something. In our last episode, or it was definitely our last episode, where we did the MLB Top 100 Players, I feel like we talked about McNeil and his ranking. Do you remember where McNeil was or Um, where he was? That'd honestly be a good reference for that. Yeah. Because if I think about this, right? Because I remember when we were talking about this, we were like, "Oh yeah, McNeil, where was he?" And then there was DJ. You know, this uh, this should actually be the telltale. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um,
1: mm-hmm. Lemayhew was fourteen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Jeff McNeil was thirty-five.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Glad,
1: glad there's a good discrepancy yeah. between the. two. It's a huge gap. Like I mean, it's 21, but that's 21 people better. Yeah, and and Lemayhu's a top 15 player in the league. Exactly. Well, what what's Jeff McNeil? Top 35. Yeah, he's a top 35 player, and even that
0: he's 35. So yeah, to, exactly. Yeah, so it's like big difference between the two if you're talking about two players objectively look this guy is top 15 this guy is top 35 which one do you think is better and i know Mm -hmm. that sounds like a a weird thing to say just comparing players be like all right this is the league's comparison but i think that though this is good reference scale of it because Mm -hmm. it's like uh, even me personally as a mets fan objectively it's like i love Jeff mcmill i know he's a great guy but if you're talking about dj LeMayhew. Jeff McNeil is not better than him. Yeah, he's simply not.
1: And you think about if you're going the the best non pitchers, DJ LeMahieu's coming in. Like you're gonna bring up DJ LeMahieu probably within five to like ten of best uh-huh. non pitchers in the league. Jeff McNeil, he wouldn't even come to my mind at first. Yeah. And, and again, names will not be named, but this <laughs> this person brought up their career batting average. Jeff McNeil has played three years in in the MLB, in in the MLB, not counting yeah. the farm and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Desean LeMahieu has played twelve. Obviously, there's going to be yeah. some he, McNeil's going to have an edge in a career stat when he's only played three exactly. years.
0: It's like if you batted great for the, your three mm-hmm. years, obviously your batting average is going to be greater than a guy who played twelve years. Mm-hmm. I think, he, I, I think the say? whole thing is stupid. It's like yeah. And really the, and I argument.
1: saw I saw a list too of the top ten players in New York, and DJ was like in all, all of New York, just like all sports. Yeah, DJ sports was in like top seven of that. Well, how Which, many players were on the big, list? It was ten, but still, if you're talking about like you have KD, Harden, Kyrie, Saquon, uh, the Grom, Cole, the Grom, Cole, Judge, uh, the, um, or P- Art- Panarin was on was in the top five. It's, it's like, like how the top do you, five? Yeah, how do you? McNeil's not even on the list. So how are you going to say that mm-hmm.
0: if you're looking at one of the greatest cities in the world for sports?
1: I, I'd say if he's not it, even at in least
0: in the, the U.S. the greatest city. It's the yeah. biggest
1: market. Yeah, biggest market in the world for sports. Well, in, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. for sports, and he's not even in the top ten of players in that city. How are yeah. you going to say he's better when
0: when, when, the guy, in that? when the guy who you're comparing him to is on that mm-hmm. list? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, now that I think about it, we should actually go over this list and like yeah, talk about it. I that saw it on a TikTok. A, that would actually be a great thing to talk about mm-hmm. now because now that I think about it, it's like just when we were naming other guys who could be on the list. Think about all the other people who are going to be on that who are just yeah. like sports players from New Jersey, from New York. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I would. I I think you would be in the ten to fifteen range probably, but. Mm-hmm. But LeMahieu was in the top seven. I don't remember where he was, but he was in the top seven. He, I'm pretty sure he was before Judge, but after Cole. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even if you think about other Yankees who could be in front of him or even other Mets, I'm yeah. putting, I, I think he got to I, I don't think he would be up front, but you got to give Glaber in that top, in the next, after 10, mm-hmm. Um. Chapman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Giancarlo, he'd probably be way far, but still. And that's just the Yankees. We're not talking about the the abundance of other teams. Mets,
0: Nets, Knicks. Nets.
1: Yeah. We Jets, count the Giants.
0: Giants. The Jets. Oh, slow your roll, Tom. Slow your roll. <laughs> I mean, I, hold on. Would, any, would anyone from the Jets even contend in that list? In the top 10? If you do top 10 players in New York, all New York sports, do you think anyone in the Jets comes near that list?
1: Top ten, no. Top top twenty? Probably. Top fifteen. Mmm. Mm, probably not. Maybe. Well, maybe who, you could probably you could say Marcus May is in the fifteen to twenty.
0: Well who yeah, is that I was just gonna ask you that. I'm like, is that is he your guy for top twenty?
1: These either him or Quinn in. <laughs> But oh, that was funny. Going back to the NFL, I'm sorry we're getting way off topic, but here. But Marcus May's agent the other day went on Twitter and just completely ripped the Jets. Really, for, for no reason. Well, I guess there is a reason because the Jets haven't really talked about like a long term extension. I think the the rumor has it that he's gonna get the tag, which the deadline I'm pretty sure is. Today. March,
0: four days ago I, no i remember seeing this specifically on february 9th for dak and it was like one month away it's march 9th i think that's actually the day for the tag yeah. because i'm like so right, the fifth. i'll see you in march with dak and that yeah. franchise tag i remember uh-huh. it specifically
1: so we got we got a couple more days for this. For the, I haven't seen anyone got franchise tag really.
0: No, no not that one I can actually. think of. Uh, well, that's I think that's something that'll come later because most of the time mm-hmm. franchise tag is the last exact option. So yeah, oh, man, I mean I totally forgot. If it's gonna be four days away, wow! Another year with Dak on the franchise tag. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Imagine he gets the open market. Sorry, we're getting way off topic here, but <laughs> eh, it's okay, Tom. But um,
0: <laughs> we're having a good time. Okay, everyone. So for this last uh, bit of the podcast, we're gonna finish it off with uh, Tommy's talks. Tommy.
1: Yeah. So this week in college basketball, most like mid-majors and lo- smaller conferences have started their conference tournaments. The the. The Power Five and bit the Big East are finishing out their regular season. So next week is officially Champ Week, which I'm very excited for. And if you're a college basketball fan, you should be too, because we'll have some great games, great championships, and it'll really uh we can see if there will be any upset teams that uh make it into the uh the the 68 yeah for the March for the March Madness tournament. Well, it's it starts with 68, and then they have the first oh, yeah. four, yeah,
0: which cuts yeah, yeah. it down
1: to 64. Yeah, sorry. You. Yeah, so I'm gonna do some conference championship predictions first with the ACC. Going obviously, Florida State's very good right now. Virginia's very good right now, but I think a team who is in would be in the tournament right now, but has been has been in and out the whole year. I'm going with Louisville, and I saw this firsthand as a Duke fan. They they. They played so good against Duke last week. And I think on the back of Carly Jones and David Johnson, they are going to make a run in this ACC tournament and win it, which is – I think it's a it's a kind of a controversial one. Another team that I, I toyed with is Georgia Tech because they're playing really good right now. Again, saw that because they played Duke. And obviously you can't go wrong with Virginia or Florida State. They're both very – two very good teams who will have a big impact – come March and yeah. will come the tournament. And we're in March. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for the Pac-12, this is, I don't think this is really a close one. I, I thought about an upset team here too, but I'm just going best team. I think USC is the best team in the Pac-12 right now. I think they're, they, they're good. Very good. Yvonne Mobley is, I'm pretty sure made the the finalist for the, uh, the, the player of the year, Naismith player of the year award. So, he will lead the USC Trojans to a Pac 12 championship for basketball for once, not football. It's kind of <laughs> surprising. So, moving on, going the SEC, who's they're like they're kind of weird this year because obviously Kentucky's not at the top, Tennessee's been in and out of the top 25, and we've seen some new teams. Make it into the top twenty-five, and really, Alabama won the regular season tournament, which was again very odd. Not, not so really. Possible.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was weird. We're talking about these other teams that are mainly for college football for basketball. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's weird. So, a team that hasn't been the best in basketball and hasn't really been in the best in football is Arkansas, who has been very good this year, surprisingly in this SEC, and I have them winning the uh, SEC tournament. I I also thought about Kentucky just because it's Kentucky, but they're yeah. so bad this year. It's it's terrible. Yeah. I don't. They they have no shot. <laughs> Moving <laughs> on to the Big East, which I left the three best tournament or the confer, the be, three best conferences in my opinion for last. So first with the Big East, this is maybe a little biased because we're we're from Jersey, so yeah. Had uh, I have Seton Hall, who had recently basically got completely knocked out from an at-large bid, but they lost back-to-back two games that they probably should have won. So I'm going on the back of Sandro Mamas-Kelishvili. I'm going Seton Hall. And I I think this is a team that definitely has the potential to to have won the regular student tournament, but, again, they were very inconsistent. Mm. And I think in March, if they were to be an at-large in didn't make they didn't win the tournament the the Big Ten or Big East, my my uh my apologies. But I think they were a team that definitely could have made noise in March. And I think this is they're they're a very well-rounded team with uh Mamu leading the charge, but I think they can do it and they have to do it now to make the 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 NCAA tournament. There they they have no shot at it at large now. So moving on to the big, the Big Twelve, who is I think the second best conference in in college basketball right now, and I just think, no question bet second best team in the country. I think they're the first best team in the country. I know, I'm not a big Gonzaga fan, but going Baylor Bears, they just won their first uh, regular season, uh, co- regular season conference championship since 1950. I think it was. Wow. They were talking about it. It was a big, really big thing, and I think they're gonna turn take this momentum. Into the Big 12 tournament and just walk away with it. I think there's really good competition there, but I they they proved it against West Virginia last weekend. They just beat uh, Oklahoma State and Kate Cunningham last night, so I think they're gonna walk away with it. The really only competition the whole season was uh, Kansas, who there was, was their one loss to two weeks ago, so but they bounce back from that and bounce back very well on the back of Jared Butler. So to finish it out, the big 10 who I think no doubt the best conference in America right now. They, I think right now they would have like, I think it's like seven or eight teams who would be in the NCAA tournament right now, even with the at larges. So they're, they're insane. So, and again, not not the favorite, I don't think, for the tournament, but I think that's the second is uh, Illinois. They got a big win against Michigan on Tuesday night. Big, big win. Like mm. They won big. They crushed. Big. Yeah, they crushed them. And, and they had their best player in Ayo DeSumo, so him coming back for this Big Ten tournament, I think it, it, it's huge for them, and they proved that Michigan Michigan's the best team in the conference right now, and they proved that they can beat them and they can compete at the highest level, and – I think they're going to win it. They're going to secure their one seed for the NCAA tournament. And I think they're going to make noise in march as well. I think they almost guaranteed final four. It depends on how the bracket ends oh. up, but they're very good.
0: Can't wait to see that. Mm-hmm. That's good.
1: Yeah. So we're going to wrap up this episode here. This is this, this time, this, yeah, this time in March is it's, it's very exciting to look what's ahead. Like I yeah. said before, you got March Madness, you got NFL free agency, the drafts. Like I think it's like fifty days away now. I, I saw a couple of weeks ago it was like sixty, so fifty yeah. to forty days. It's in April, so I actually got to watch about draft that. this
0: year. So yeah, good stuff.
1: Cowboys are picking high. Yeah, top ten. Uh, yeah, so and the NBA is kicking off their uh, second half of the season, and MLB opening day April first. So and also. Not really what we talk about here, but this UFC card this weekend is a stacked. So if you're a UFC fan, make sure you watch. It's oh yeah, be I remember we've been,
0: ta- we've been talking about yeah, that. We've for been a while. talking about
1: this, yeah.
0: But uh, so, yeah, like like earlier, it's like March is like the the new beginning is just over mm-hmm. the horizon. You can smell it. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, and, we got uh, a lot
1: of look looked forward to in the sports world, and I'll bring for some great conversations on this podcast.
0: Oh, yeah, we'll definitely catch everyone back for another episode. And uh, that's been it. So peace out.